Right? Remember that song? And I keep listening to it. It's like, oh, shoot. I never really felt this way about this song until now when I listened to it when I was a teenager or whatever. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a. And it's like she says, she says all these things. She's yeah. a lot of things. I'm all of it. Yes. <laughs> and she says all these different things that also contradicts themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's all of it. Um, Alanis Morissette. Uh, shoot. Oh my God. How can I not? Because I just watched the music. We know all the songs by heart. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know, when she's, when she, when she sings about also being broke and being happy and being healthy and she's everything too. So I now just recently in my late thirties, when I listen to these songs, dang, I mean, I love them even more. And it's like, wow, they were going somewhere, but I didn't hear it back then. I didn't hear it. I definitely didn't hear it. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Okay. What else is Brandon Frazier? I keep jumping in, but what else can we explore? (laughs) Uh, Well, from the Brandon Frazier perspective, when he's been blacklisted, I also wonder... With, uh, what his feelings were as well, his choices with him being blacklisted. Now, him taking on that. Mm. I am unfamiliar. Did something happen that people didn't want to hire him anymore? Well, there was a few things that happened. So uh, again, this is from uh, what I've read. Again, it, there can be so million things, right? Million reasons. But uh, one reason is that doing all the mummy movies, he got really injured from his back. And he decided, I can't do anything anymore. He had to go through like intense medical care for his back because of all the mummy movies. That, I mean, we've seen them. <laughs> he did his own stunts and stuff. So uh, with that, he, he had to kind of lay low. Uh, also, there was this very powerful uh, Hollywood person who ended up uh, saying that he, uh, he Brandon Frazier was somehow involved in a, a sexual assault. But also the celebrities uh, said that they they backed him up and said, no, that's not true. And this powerful person made it happen and made this huge thing about it. But apparently he's the, the powerful person also did it to other celebrities. Something along the lines. There's so many things that happen. Also, Brendan Fraser is like an activist for a lot of things, too. So there you go. He was put on the blacklist with other celebrities. So that's the, the one thing. I don't, again, not like my don't do not use this 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 uh, information that I that I'm giving you. But this is something along the lines that I read. So that's what happened. So my question is, when he was blacklisted, I wonder if he felt like a if that makes any sense. And I like people cannot see what I'm doing, but I'm kind of breathing and thinking maybe. 
I'll just take this on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then come back when I feel like it. <laughs> I get it. Yes, we create our reality. Yeah, we create yeah. our worlds, and because um, he was big time, he did a lot back in the yeah. day. I wonder if he really wanted to get back in that he would have gotten back in, but it was like, Ooh, I'm going to use this to my quote unquote advantage because I just want to breathe and take a break. (laughs) Just like getting sick. I mean, come on, everybody. Let's get real. When you get the flu, when you get COVID, you're like, okay, yeah, I get to take a week off. I mean, come on, let's get real. How I think that all the time, every time I get the flu, I'm like, it sucks having the flu, Joanna. And I get a vacation. Let me just add to that. With Brandon Fraser, all his movies, he was quote unquote fit and he had to be fit and he had to always work out. You know, these celebrities, they always have to work out for a part, for a music video, for a concert. JLo, you've seen it. They're like, I'm not like this 24 seven. JLo has said it before. You know, she's like, I only do this when I have to do a part or something, you know? And I think all celebrities pretty much are like that, except The Rock. I follow him on Instagram. No, this guy works out every time. And he's yeah, like, at 3 a.m. He's an alien. I love him. You know, there's yeah, people like that. He keeps going earlier and earlier. He's yeah. now the 2.30 a.m. club. <laughs> yeah. But there are people like Brandon Frazier or some people that just, they, they just get fit or quote, unquote fit for the certain parts in the movies. Now, he did gain weight, mm-hmm. but... What did he want it to? Yeah. Because I know Hugh Jackman, when he retired from the X-Men movies, he said, I am more excited about eating a hamburger. Yeah. He said, I'm so excited that I don't have to work out anymore. That's not my thing. And I wonder, Salome, if Brandon Frazier, if that was his reality at that moment, it could change a gazillion times. But I wonder if right now his reality is being a little overweight, having extra weight on his body. I wonder if that's his reality for right now. And have being all fit was maybe not his reality at that moment, but we're supposed to, it's like this, no, but you're a star and you should like, look like this. You get that energy that I'm bringing up. Right. And you're like, you know what, this is what I would actually like, because if we want to know what our reality or what we would like in our lives, just look at our lives. Even though you're going, I wouldn't pick this. No, I actually want to live on a beach, but you can, there's something, there is a purpose that you are receiving from what you are choosing. Uh Uh-huh. So for what purpose are you choosing this? For example, I really want a house on the beach. I really, 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 really do. Okay. And then I go, okay, I'm not choosing it because I could choose it a million different ways. I can get an Airbnb. I could, uh, I could just sleep on the beach. I don't even need a house. I could literally just go sleep on the beach. I mean, I could do so many different things. So what's the purpose of not choosing it? Oh my God. Okay. But going back to Brendan Fraser, I just thought about some things right now, too. So his movie is actually about being overweight. And they even had to do uh, prosthetics and uh, make him bigger and stuff like that. So this is the first movie that it's like, okay, for you to be overweight and we're going to make you look even bigger. Now, uh, again, maybe that's why he t- took the role. I don't know. But... He, he in his interviews, he seems like such a different person, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like I even teared up because I kind of felt like his heart. Like I just felt like he just knew that this was a time. Like, let's do this. <laughs> kind of added to like grateful, humble. I mean, he's always been a humble person, but 
just the way he was, it was like a different Brandon Fra- humble Brandon Fraser that I haven't seen before. I mean, they, they felt really welcoming. And uh, when they, they gave him a standing ovation, like a six minutes, and he'll send you the video later. But he's like tearing up and he just can't believe all these people just clapping for him for, for this movie. Wow. The love is big right now for him. Hmm. He's also in another movie I just saw, but I forget the title. Um, anyway, but yeah, and I saw him and he looked, I wouldn't have barely recognized yeah. him. I was like, wow, but I could feel like the, the happiness for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to circle back around and then we'll put a bow on this. Yes. About the question, what is your reality? Mm-hmm. Here's another thing I'm noticing that when I talk about this, I could see people go, what do you mean? What do you mean my reality? Like, this is my reality. What are you talking about, Joanna? Like, I don't get it. Okay. I'm going to kind of just give a little example this way. Mm. When we put on those goggles and they have that new virtual reality, like that's going to be the future where we wear these contacts in our eyes and you could do anything. It's the same thing of you have this reality of this planet and then you have virtual reality and then you have everybody else's reality. So I see it like as a point of view, the way somebody's looking at it is that's their reality. Then I have Salome's reality. Then we have this reality of this planet. Then we have, I mean, there's so many different realities, but, and I'm going to speak for myself. I was taught to think that everybody's reality is the same. Since Mm -hmm. I can see it, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. see my computer that's everybody's reality i could see my lights that's everybody's reality like isn't this the reality yeah but if you were to put on those virtual reality glasses i'm telling you you think you're in a different reality and now i'm looking at you at the glasses going you are just standing in the middle of a room doing something by yourself you just you know your hands are flailing but you have these glasses on but they so believe and know that they're in a different reality well, already we have people that see different colors. Yeah. So who's, is it black or is it blue? Yeah. So what reality, I mean, those little examples I'm using, those are logical examples, but also just, I wonder if we can open up and go, Hey, what if there's a gazillion different realities, just not the one that you see and which one's yours? Mm-hmm. Because so many times we could jump into other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And one of the number one questions I get, Salome, I don't get it as much anymore, but I got it more in like my 20s and 30s. How did you do what you did, Joanna? Gosh, didn't your parents want you to go to college? Like, don't they want you to get married? Like all that? I get that all the time too. <laughs> I'm like, how did, how did you do it? Because my mom wants me to do X, Y, Z, and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I never understood that, Salome, because I always went from my reality. Not always. Most of the time. I was like, oh, that was my mom's reality. I didn't jump in there. I would jump in other realities. But Mm. we all reality jump, and then we buy it as ours, and then we think that we have to choose it. I have to choose this. Brandon Frazier is blacklisted, so I have to not hire him as well because everybody's reality, he is blacklisted. Using that as an example. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What is your reality? And if you keep asking it, when you ask what and how questions, the what will show up, the how will show up more and more because the un- the universe, I'm going to say it right now, 
has a bazillion different ways that it wants to support you. A bazillion, gazillion, billion, trillion, million, thousands different ways it wants to show up. And shout out to the Marvel movies that came up with the multi-universe because I, (laughs) I mean, come on. And I wonder if, if we can really use these movies as like, what if it really is? It's not just a movie. What if really you have a million different realities and which one would you like today? And is your reality that I'm blacklisted and this is forever? What's your reality? What's your reality? And the more you keep asking it, God, life, universe will show you what it is. And it's going to change every single 10 seconds. It's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. That's why you're like, Brandon Frazier, he's so different. Yes. I hope that I look back on this video in five minutes, in five years, in 50 years and go, dang, who is that Joanna? I don't even know who she is. I don't even want to recognize her because I know I'm going to have a million different realities by the time five seconds later comes up. Right? Remember that song? And I keep listening to it. It's like, oh, shoot. I never really felt this way about the song until now when I listened to it when I was a teenager or whatever. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a... And it's like she says, she says a lot of things. She's yeah. a lot of things. I'm all of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, her name was... Ah, what's her name? Michelle something. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But and she says all these different things that also contradicts themselves. Yeah. Yeah, because she's all of it. I, I, um, Alanis Morissette. Uh, you when she uh, um, uh, shoot. Oh my God, how can I not? Because I just watched. We know all the songs by heart. (laughs) I know, I know, but you know when she's when she when she sings about also being broke and being happy and being healthy and she's she's everything too so i i now just recently in my 30s or right now late 30s when i listen to these songs dang i mean i love them even more and it's like wow they were going somewhere but i didn't hear it back then i didn't hear it i definitely didn't hear it and i wonder if you heard it but just in a different way do you get what I'm saying? Like you heard it, it something was there and it was stirring up, but maybe you just hear it on a different reality, like now. Because a lot of times people say, I don't have time to listen to podcasts, etc. And I'm like, if you put them in the background, trust me, it's getting in. If you fall asleep with the TV on, it's getting in. If you think it's not getting in, oh, it's getting in. You don't need to focus on it. It's getting yep. in. It's yep. so freaking powerful. I listen to mo- books in the background really low you can barely hear them people are like how are you understanding what the book's about i'm like trust me i am that magical that i could hear it from that far away this low it's getting in i i don't need to understand it on a cognitive logical way i know that we're that magical that i'm getting it so i just wonder that you and i when we were listening to Alanis morissette back in the mid 90s that we got it in a different way but we didn't even know how we were getting it yet because it was talking to us. I I remember the first moment I listened to Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. I was in my car, my little Geo Metro. I think it was, seriously, I think it was February of 20, excuse me, 1995, or maybe even May, dude, I bet you. When did it come out? 
And the day it came out on that Tuesday, I listened to it. Are you Googling it? And no, from 95, 95. Yeah, but what month? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I'm last, yeah, the month. I'm like, I think it was even because I knew where I was at the time. I think it was May of 1995 and I was in my car and I listened to that album on my lunch break from beginning to end. And I knew I'm like, there's something here. Yep. What the heck? I don't it from the moment the first note hit. Yeah, it's freaking magical. So one hand in my pocket is the one that I that I'm mm. talking about. Because she's she's saying all these things that are contradicting at the same time, but she's at the same time, she still has that one hand in my pocket. Meaning she's still the, the person that she is, but she just has all these things, which is completely okay. Which something that you and I always talk about, how it's totally okay to be everything. You don't just have to label yourself to one thing. Yeah. What if somebody calls me lazy? Well, you are lazy and you are a hard worker. You're both. <laughs> so who cares? What if somebody calls me a bitch? Uh, well, you are one and you're also nice. You're both. Who cares? Like... Yeah, I'm lazy. I am so lazy. And I'm a freaking hard worker. I'm both. So once we know that we're both, when somebody calls you a name, you're not going to care. And it just hit me that we're going to, we're turning this podcast into two parts. So okay. thank you for listening to part two, everybody. Yeah, because we went a little bit longer. Anything um, else before we wrap this up, Salome? Oh, uh, no. Well, I was going to continue to talk about the Jagged Little Pill album because then you just opened up another topic right now. <laughs> right, next time. Yes. We'll have another part three or something. <laughs> part three. But I know with things of that nature, you can, you, we are so aware that when we hear magic, I heard magic. I didn't hear an album. I knew I was hearing magic. I couldn't articulate it like that at, at 17 years old, but I knew there was something there. I'm like, this is different. You walk into a room, you know, when there's magic, you meet people, you could feel magic. We could feel magic. When you saw that interview with Brandon Frazier, there was magic. And you're like, I can't even explain it. Yes. If we can't explain it, there's magic there. Yeah. And so when you ask the question, you're like, I didn't hear it. But yeah, did we hear magic? And we just didn't know it was magic yet. That's cool. Because I never really thought of it that way. I just always said, that's my favorite album of all time. It's so great. Magic. Yeah. And side note, there is a documentary uh, and Alanis Morissette is in it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I forget what it's called, but it talks about people that are empathic and people that feel everybody else's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, everything that we talk about here. And so Alanis talks about that. And that's why she stopped touring. She stopped touring in the late nineties because she's so highly empathic she would feel everybody's thoughts, feelings, and emotions when she was on stage, and it just wore her out. She's so freaking psychic. She's so freaking empathic. It would she'd get sick. I mean, she'd get depressed. Everybody thought she was crazy, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, she learned. She's like, "Oh, I'm just highly empathic." So now she learns. Everybody on her team, she tells them, "I need downtime. I need to do this. I can't talk to you. Like it's just too much." So she's learning different ways of how she can she can be. And mm -hmm. so I thought that was really cool. And that's why she made magic because she is freaking magical. She could like psh, download stuff. But yeah, I thought you'd like that. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Two Chicks and a Mic. Salome and I just talk about what's going on in our world. 
please remember to ask the question, what is my reality? Hey, universe, show me my reality and show me where, where it's going to pop up. Show me. Put it on your phone. Have it an alarm as an alarm to go off. DM, DM us with your reality as well. We'd like to learn. Yeah. Like what's coming up for you? Yeah. Yes. With what's coming up for you? Like, mm -hmm. hey, you know what? One thing that's coming up for me, my reality is dancing and acting like a total goofball. When I feel like everybody's looking at me, I'm like, okay, everybody's videotaping me. How can I dance and be even bigger? That's my reality. My reality is not sitting down. Mm. Thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you next time. Thanks, Salome. And we love and appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.